Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, hello. Welcome back for another Monday episode. I, guys, I'm feeling on top of my shit this week. This is like, I'm pre-recording episodes, one for last week, one for this week, and everything is just going really, really smoothly, and I, I don't know, this is the, I think, second or third week that I'm back at work after having my little ascension flu, which is what we're kind of going to talk about in a more general basis today, and I'm really feeling so good, so many good things happening in my life, in the life's in the lives of my loved ones. So many exciting things. Um, So I am just, I don't know, things are going really well and I hope that they are going equally as well for you and that things have been really, really high vibe and that you've been able to kind of enjoy this beautiful transition of Aquarius season. We entered Aquarius season uh, last week on the 21st and I don't know. I love Aquarius season. I am a little bit biased. I have a stellium in Aquarius, so I find it's just a really good time period for me. Um, But anywho, today we are talking about physical symptoms of spiritual awakening and ascension flu, and they're a little bit different. The physical symptoms that you experience during an awakening is usually during the awakening phase, and I have a blog on um, my website that is called what is Kundalini energy and like, what does it mean to awaken it? If you want to understand the phases of an awakening, I really, really recommend reading that spiritual awakenings and Kundalini awakenings are somewhat different. A spiritual awakening happens in someone who will likely tap into their intuition because intuition is innate and it's a part of everyone. Um, but the, they might not have necessarily the role to be a guide or healer um, or spiritual leader of some sort, as where um, someone who is meant to be a spiritual guide, leader, or healer, a medium, things like that, is going to have to go through the kundalini awakening process before they are able to fully um, kind of like hit the nail on the head with their purpose and their gifts and like really activate their gifts at full force. Neither one is better than the other. It's just that a Kundalini awakening is a more um, like elevated experience typically happens in individuals who have previously awakened in other lifetimes or who have been healers in other lifetimes. It happens in a lot of people in all honesty. Um, um, Interestingly enough, a celebrity that talks about this a lot is um, Russell Brand. He's got some really interesting stuff, although I will say he covers a lot of like the negative topics and like really speaks out about those things. So his content, I feel like you can like tread lightly on it, but it can be really overwhelming and just like a lot. But he talks about Kundalini um, in his book, Revelation, um, and he's like pretty awakened with it. Like he understands exactly what he's talking about. So um, yeah, there's a lot of people who talk about this, a lot of healers. Um, Kundalini is essentially just your soul's energy um, and activating it at its highest form, moving it out of the curl of the spine, 
up to the top of the head. Again, my blog article talks all about this. So the link to my blog will be in the description. You can go and read all about that. Um, but I want to talk about what happens in the first phase of a spiritual and Kundalini awakening, um, and what happens during the activation period, because, um, regardless of what kind of awakening you're going through, this is going to happen. Um, the intensity and how often this happens will depend on, um, what you're experiencing in terms of which awakening you're going through. Anyone who is going through a Kundalini awakening has already gone through a spiritual awakening. Think of spiritual awakening as being for the self and a Kundalini awakening being for the collective, um, so that you can serve the collective. Spiritual serves the self, Kundalini serves, um, the, the collective. So, think of it that way. Obviously a spiritual awakening is not only self-serving, like it obviously has an impact on the people around you. But if we're, if we're kind of getting into like the more technical detailed aspects of it, that's what it is. So what happens when you go through the beginning of your awakening is energy known as your consciousness, your Kundalini energy needs to move up. And for a spiritual awakening, it's going to go all the way up to the throat. And for a Kundalini awakening, it's going to go all the way up to the crown. And during this process, the soul is moving so much light and energy throughout the body from the curl of the spine all the way up through the chakra centers that physical symptoms do arise because it is detoxing. The soul is detoxing its physical body from ailments and toxicity, um, both energetically and physically from its being. So oftentimes these physical symptoms can come up because you're clearing things out and depending on the type of symptom you have and where the symptom is occurring is showing you what you're purging and releasing more or less because um, the zodiacs, they each rule an area of the body. For example, Aries is the head, Capricorn is the knees, uh, Libra is the reproductive organs, uh, Scorpio is the genitals, Leo is the chest things like that. So there, there's an astrological body and that tells us more on what is going on in that area of your body. For example, if you have, I don't know, Pisces in your 12th house and your Pisces has transiting a, a natal Saturn placement, like you've got Saturn in the 12th house of Pisces and your ankles and feet keep getting like broken, hit or hurting, or there's just like a lot of tension or you keep spraining a toe or something like that. Chances are it's something from your subconscious that is manifesting in that area of your body um, through this physical purge. So it's really interesting. I'm not saying that physical symptoms of awakening are going to cause you to like break bones. Um, but yeah, it, I'm, it was a really poor example, but I hope you get the point nonetheless. So the most common um, physical symptoms of awakening are stuffy nose, sore throat, headache, and lightheadedness. Everyone will go through these at some point. It's like a scratch in your throat that like doesn't develop into a cold or like a stuffiness or a bit of a cough that doesn't really fully develop into a cold. When it does develop into a cold is whenever it is like a deeper purge, which we're going to talk about ascension flu as well. And these kinds of things are really related to the higher chakras, the throat, the third eye, and the crown that are clearing, which will happen to you regardless of 
what dimension you're evolving to. If you're evolving to the fifth dimension or the seventh dimension, doesn't matter. You're going to have to purge these things because all of your chakras need to be cleaned out. They need to be cleared. They need to be rebalanced. They need to be activated and taken care of so you can get a better understanding of your incarnation. The other symptoms that you might have which tends to be at like a very heightened point, usually during or after the dark night of the soul period are food aversions. So one thing that has happened to me consistently is every time I go through an upgrade, because if you don't already know mediums, healers, and guides, we go through these like upgrades collectively where the divine basically just says like level up and like, I'll talk about it in the Ascension flu portion of this episode. Um, and I find every time I get such intense food aversions, even when I've done, um, mushroom ceremonies, I come back from that and I'm like, I cannot eat anything processed. Don't even look at me with animal protein. Um, mind you, I have struggled with eating animal protein my entire life. So like I've been vegan. I was vegetarian for pretty much a decade it's something that's not easy for me. So that could also be a part of it, but it's always really, really strong after these experiences. And that's something that I've seen in a lot of other people too. They're just really turned off by things. Um, for example, right now I made like a tofu stir fry and I'm really turned off by tofu right now, which is really weird. Um, and I just came out of an activation. I'm, I've kind of gone through that again at the, at the beginning of the month. So Um, that's really, really common. It does go away. Like at some point, I think it takes like one to three months. You'll be like eating normally again, but yeah, food aversions, super normal. Not being as hungry is also super common, especially if you live somewhere where it's summer most of the time, like warm weather, lots of sunlight. If you live close to the equator, you might just find that you aren't as hungry all the time. This is not me saying that you shouldn't eat. You need to eat. You're a biological human being. Fuel your body, please. (laughs) Don't take me out of context. Another thing, and the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I know so many people who are experiencing this right now. So many of my friends, family, colleagues, and like clients and loved ones have all been going through like a massive upgrade. It's been insane. Um, And this seems to be the most common thing happening right now, the most common symptom, which is irregular heartbeat and chest pain. I remember the first time I went through an activation, it literally felt like I was having a heart attack and I thought something was wrong with me and I kept getting like heart flutters. It's just your heart chakra opening. Obviously, I will say if you feel like you need to go to the doctor, go. But if you've been going through something spiritual and this starts happening, whenever your heart chakra receives... um, a large amount of energy to transmute it just there's a lot of influx in that energy moving in that center and it literally affects the physical heart Uh, it can't kill you you're fine everything's good but it can cause like heart palpitations and um, some tightness in the chest that can sometimes feel like you're about to have a heart attack nothing to be worried about I've had it literally several times at this point and it's the same every time I just got over it um, a few days ago. I had it for about 10 days, the heart palpitations, and I kept getting these like heart flutters and it was just so strange. It feels really weird to feel your heart flutter. That was something that I was like hyper aware of and I was like, that feels so weird to be aware, like just aware of my heart beating in my chest. It was so weird. Anyway, the other thing that happens is um, a change in sleep patterns. So 
during the first phase of your awakening, this is going to be complete exhaustion. You're coming out of trauma responses. You're healing a lot of trauma. You're diving into things and you're, you're going to need more rest to kind of ground that and alchemize that and kind of come out of this whole traumatic portion of your like human experience, right? It's a lot of stress, a lot of cortisol. So you'll be very tired And then what happens through the activation period is you're going to need very little sleep um, because your body is so filled with light. It's like moving at a higher frequency and a higher pace. Um, So you might find that you're not sleeping well. You're up in the middle of the night. You don't require a lot of sleep um, to be energized. This does not last forever and it is not to be confused with a manic period if you struggle with bipolar disorder. They are not the same at all. So just please be aware of that and always see a medical professional if you're struggling with anything. This is not medical advice. This is spiritual insight and the two are very different. The other thing that you might experience is feeling out of body or feeling a bit more dissociated during the beginning of your awakening. And I consider this a physical symptom as much as I consider it a mental symptom as well or an emotional symptom as well. Because it literally feels like you're floating outside of your body. And what is happening is because this energy is moving through your chakras and you are awakening your consciousness more, you're actually beginning to activate different levels of your auric bodies. I recently just posted a blog about that. I posted it last week. I really recommend reading it. It will explain all of this to you in depth. It's like a 10 to 15 minute blog article to read. Super, super informational. I think you'll love it. And basically, whenever you're feeling out of body, you're just learning how to navigate those energy bodies, like different parts of your energetic being. This is also not the same as whenever trauma or anxiety happens and you dissociate. Again, these things are very, very different. So just be aware of these things. One of the other symptoms you'll experience is irritability and oversensitivity. You might just get really sick of people's shit really quickly because there's a call to hermit yourself and focus more on yourself. And that's kind of the divine's way of saying like remove yourself from this temporarily and focus on yourself. It's also because your extrasensory perception is heightening and you are really sensitive to loud noises, to people's energy because you're integrating a higher level of your own energy and you haven't yet learned how to kind of navigate in a very loud, chaotic world with heightened sensory perception. So in the article that I wrote about the auric bodies and the chakras, and I think even the one about intuition and how to hear it and trust it, I talk about ways to balance this and to kind of help ground yourself and get used to this because it's not necessarily the easiest thing. I remember in the beginning of my like mediumship life experience, I mean, my entire life, it's been like really hard, but whenever the divine was basically like, you're not repressing this anymore, like here it is. Oh my God, it was, it was alarming being around all the loudness. I used to work in a bar. I was working in a bar at this point in my life and it was just, oh my God, it was painful on every level. Like everything was so loud and so bright and so messy and and gross and loud, like chaotically loud. Like so much goes on in the city and in a bar. It's like you literally can't even speak or hear your own thoughts, which I'm assuming is the point of it. But like, oh, 
it was so bad. So that's super normal. It also goes away. Like I said, when you learn to like ground and everything, which my articles can teach you about, it is going to get easier. But at the beginning, it can feel very, very, very overwhelming. Then joint pain and stiffness are also normal because you're moving energy literally out of your body, up and out of your body. So it's important to engage in some sort of practice like stretching, yoga, or walking to help move that energy out. Uh, It's really, really, really going to benefit you, especially if you're stiff. Um, The stiffness is like stuck energy, so we want to stretch and move that out or walk and move that out. And then on a lighter note, like on a more positive note, one of the symptoms at the end of all of this is feeling physically lighter. You will feel like you've got like, you were like wrung out like a sponge essentially is kind of how it's going to feel. And it feels really, really good. You feel very, very light and feathery and it's a good feeling. So those are some physical symptoms that you might experience in your spiritual um, awakening or the first phase of your Kundalini awakening. Then what happens is you go through ascension flu, which is the complete purge. And this has hit the collective so hard at the beginning of um, end of December, beginning of January. There were so many different clusters of people who came to me and were like, so-and-so is sick. I'm sick. I've got this. Everyone's got this, 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 this. It was, and it was all people who are meant to be guides or leaders in some way, not even just spiritual guides and leaders, although we got hit hard with it too, but just people in general who are meant to be in positions of leadership and power and influence got hit so freaking hard with this. It's actually kind of nuts. Now, if you didn't get hit with this and you're like, I feel like I'm meant to be a guide or leader, don't worry. It's just not you weren't a part of this upgrade that was happening for people everything for you will happen in your time Um, don't worry about that but this ascension flu that a lot of us in the collective got hit with was really intense and I feel like for the majority of people it took about two to four weeks to bounce back from we were being upgraded to a whole other dimension it feels like And basically what's happening with all of these physical symptoms and ascension flu is you are moving from a double helix DNA strand to a triple helix DNA strand. And this has actually been studied at very, 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 very high levels of like governmental led, governmentally led science and research um, endeavors that are not talked about in the public that are very hidden. And it's because crystalline DNA is a sign that an individual is a starseed. And this is, this is not unknown um, to these different levels of uh, governance. So this is when basically there is another strand of, like, of DNA added to your helix and it's pure energy. Um, I mean, it's all energy, but anyway, it's really, really interesting I've visually seen it in my third eye. I couldn't draw it for you even if I tried, but it's really, really interesting. And so to activate this DNA, this strand comes in and as it is building or reawakening, igniting itself within your DNA structure, the other molecules in your DNA helix need to be cleansed out. So certain genes will switch on and off. Um, 
and and you're going to purge certain things. I remember a big part of my DNA healing was actually shutting off my gene for addiction so that I wouldn't pass it on to my children. And then that obviously meant that I had to heal my own addiction, which ended up happening um, years later. So it's really, really cool. And that's why it happens. So it's this really big physical purge so that you can receive more light in the body, which is your soul. You can receive more of your own soul energy in your body and you can integrate and have a fully activated auric field and tap into your intuition and be consciously aware and understand whatever it is that you need to understand in this human experience, which by the way, if you're wondering why you're human, what your purpose is here, and you're still feeling really confused about that, I break all of that down in my masterclass replay. It's a retreat style masterclass. So it's about three hours long, if I remember correctly. And um, I walk you through certain things in it. It's not just a lecture. I bring you through a meditation, journaling exercises, and really help you dive into it. So I will link that below as well. And you can check that out and um, kind of figure out why you chose to come to earth at this time. But this is all a part of it. This is um, the clearing and everything that is taking place is all a part of um, your awakening journey here um, in this incarnation on this planet. And the Ascension flu is going to be a part of that at some point for you. So basically what happens with Ascension flu is you know you're about to get sick. For example, for me, I hadn't been sick since December of 2019. And what kind of happened was I kept noticing that this collective limiting belief came to my mind. So I was like, I don't get sick. Like, I just don't get sick. I meditate so much that my cells have barriers. I don't get sick. And this like collective belief in my psyche was like, but do I, do I? And I was like, oh, fuck. Cause I have never had that thought. And that's like a collective thing that was kind of coming up. I can tell the difference between my own limiting beliefs and something that is more collective or ancestral or past life. And I knew I could feel it. I knew because I had also just gone through a big past life clearing. I was like, fuck, I am going to get sick. Like I can feel it coming. So you'll sense it psychically and intuitively and know that there's a spiritual reason that you're about to purge and get sick beforehand. What also happens during an ascension flu is that the purge is not just physical. It is deeply subconscious and psychological. You will get hit with things that you are clearing out that you've maybe been working on for a decade, a month, a week, it doesn't matter, lifetimes, it is going to come up to the consciousness of your mind, the forefront consciousness of your mind, and you are going to be more or less forced to face it. Even if you've been facing it, you're going to face it on a whole new level and it's going to feel very, very different. So this is part of the purge that is taking place. Whatever energy that those beliefs, traumas, wounds, etc., were attached to energetically within the body are all being cleared. It's like, again, it's like your subconscious is being wrung out like a sponge. Feels great after, doesn't feel so great when you're being wrung and, you know, it feels like you're being like twisted and, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel great. So all of this to say that the ascension flu often will come at a time whenever you have been doing a lot of clearing and you're being called to clear even more so you can receive more of your soul self in your physical body and so that you can activate deeper, higher levels of your intuitive gifts. 
And this is why this recent Ascension flu hit a big collective of healers and guides because that is what um, was happening. There was like a new level of activation of certain gifts. It was different for everyone. Um, some people are remembering past life things. Some people are, you know, it's different for everyone, but it, at the end of the day, it has a lot to do with tapping into your innate abilities and the gifts that you have brought to planet earth that you either need to awaken to or awaken to a new level of, to be of higher levels of purpose and service in your mission here as a, as a light worker more, more so. So oftentimes this will present as like a head cold, um, like a typical head cold, coughing, sneezing, um, throat issues, but you won't test positive for anything, more or less, unless you have a past life where you um, were, you know, unfortunately experienced death because of illness or you had some sort of like karmic link with illness um, and you struggle with these things in this life and you you're a little bit more cognizant of that then it might show up as more serious things but for the most part for the majority of people it's just going to be a really common head cold that lasts anywhere from three to 21 days which is intense and insane I know Mine lasted around like 10 days until I was finally feeling like 98% better. And it was so intense. Like it's just, I, I also hadn't been sick for years. And so I think my body just like didn't know how to respond and react to it. My encouragement for you, if you are going through Ascension flu and you're very aware that you're going through Ascension flu is to try not to take any medications. I know it's hard. I really would recommend like doing herbal supplements and more holistic approaches if you need treatment and it's like unbearable for you, but I seriously would recommend trying to power through it because it's just energy that is trying to leave your body and oftentimes the medication will prolong um, that because it's going to trap the energy in your body and it's kind of like counterintuitive. For me, for example, I had a fever um, an intermittent fever for like over a week, which is usually when a doctor would say like treat that because that's like not good. I knew it was going to pass. I kept dealing with the fevers and the hot flashes and things like that. And it's fine. Like I'm good now, no fever. So I really do recommend just trying to kind of power through it. It takes a lot of willpower, but the connection and the relationship that you build with your body, um, by being able to kind of just observe the pain and the frustration and the illness and see it for what it is and surrender to it is extremely powerful, both on a spiritual, mental, emotional, all the levels, like just in every way, but especially, um, the spiritual and the physical realm. It, it just, it's, it's a really beautiful integration process that you can experience with yourself. So that is essentially what, the ascension flu is and why it happens and you know what you can kind of expect from it after the fact you're going to feel so light things just feel really really clear like you have a completely new vibration you're living in a higher frequency things feel easier manifestation becomes easier your subconscious limiting beliefs don't seem to be affecting you as much Everything just feels more smooth and easy and you might feel called to do shadow work before, during, or after, or in 
all of those cases um, while the ascension flu is kind of getting ready to happen, happening or has released. And that's just to kind of solidify the the cleanse and the release that you had. And then it becomes time to really create new beliefs and just really anchor in more of your higher self and your soul into your conscious experience. And that is obviously best done through journaling and meditation. So that is that. I think this was quite a bit of a shorter episode. I think we're at like maybe, yeah, like the 30 minute mark. I know the bonus episode last week was, I mean, it wasn't really an episode. It was more so like a rant, but episode, episode, it is what it is. And so I hope that this was kind of concise and, and to the point for you. There's really not much more to like say about it. Maybe I will have a guest on later on to talk about what their experience was like with Ascension Flu. And we can kind of have a conversation about it if that interests you guys. I do have some really incredible guests lined up for you guys this year. I am just really taking my time to slowly move into business expansion and, um, you know, different business relationships and collaborations because I had, like I said, with the Ascension of Flu, a pretty intense beginning of the year. So I am slow moving with everything and I'm kind of going at a pace that I genuinely really, really like, especially with my Taurus energy. It honestly feels really nice. I like moving at a steady pace. My Sagittarian energy likes to trailblaze, but I'm trying to find more balance and I'm creating more balance. That's my vibe this year. So I will have those guests on um, whenever the time is right, but I'm really excited for you. There's some people coming back from last year um, that you guys really enjoyed listening to based on the downloads and analytics. And then I've got some really, really, really incredible new guests um, and colleagues and friends of mine who are going to be on the podcast this year. So I'm super, super excited for that. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode, even though it's a little bit shorter, which is pretty abnormal for me. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy. I hope you have a lovely Monday, an incredible rest of your week. As usual, go be your divine self this week. You got this. I love you.